a sister supposed to help a brother out. No, a sister ain't supposed to help a brother out. A brother's supposed to take care of the sister. And if you can't take care of the sister, then you don't need this sister. When you go out to dinner, he's talking about, ooh, I left my wallet. <laughs> you need to be like crime, you don't pay. <laughs> when you're in the 30s and the 40s, and you meet some guy that's talking about he, he's trying to get himself together, stamp no on it and just put it on out the door and keep going. Okay, that's a sign. You need to wonder about that. If he's had six jobs in 10 years, oh, you want to preach this? Okay. That's a sign. You need to wonder about that. This is Jerry G. Martin. Today we're bringing you a message, especially for singles, called Signs and Wonders. What are the signs you need to look at in relationships and what you need to wonder about? Join us today as we walk in the light of God's Word. So you need to ask questions and ask them at different times in different ways without being interrogating. Again, background checks are, are not inappropriate. And so I wouldn't have no problem with it. Give me your social security number, your driver's license number. I'm going to run some checks on you before we get too far. If you ain't got nothing to hide and you're serious, now don't do that the first date. <laughs> At least get you a steak dinner or something. <laughs> you know, lobster and whatever, but don't do that on the first date before you order. So before we get too far, I'd like the driver's license. Don't do that. Wait a little while, okay? You think it might go down that way. And here's a question. Know yourself and what you cannot tolerate. There have to be some things that are non-negotiable. Or do you have any non-negotiables in your life in terms of these are some things that I certainly cannot deal with at all. Once you have those non-negotiables, don't compromise on your non-negotiables. Right? Just say, you know what, if this is not working like that, then we can't go any further. And don't let them try to talk you out of it because, um, you know, people are good at, at uh, representing their own cause and just telling you it's going to be better and just give us a chance to work through this and all of that. Listen, this is a non-negotiable. It will not happen. If you decide you're not going to go to church, then that's non-negotiable. Well, the Lord's going to save him. I just believe God. We just had a message this morning. Nothing is impossible. That's just what you do. I'm going to pray. I believe God's going to bring him in once I just get to working on him and praying and laying. I'm going to put some anointing oil all on him and, and all this stuff like that. The answer should be no. That's a non-negotiable. You can save the work. Listen, you cannot make a silk's purse out of a sow's ears, what they used to say. What you have is what you have. Listen, don't get a Volkswagen and get it home and try to make it out of a Cadillac. And that's what people do. When I get this person, I'm going to recreate them in my own image. That is not going to happen. You do not want that kind of a project. And some people will marry a project and think, it's going to work out because I'm going to do all I can and we love each other and I'm going to work. Listen, there are some things that you will not be able to change in people. And so you just need to decide, this is a non-negotiable and I'm not going to have it. I'm not marrying a project. I got two amens. The rest of y'all, just enjoy your project. Because I've seen it happen too many times. I've, I've even indicated to people, I, I'm not sure that this is the right time or person that maybe you should be marrying. Oh, pastor. I said, okay, what day y'all want to do this? I'm not going to try to talk you out of it. The Bible doesn't say I can't marry two fools. So I'll just put you together. But you got what you got. There are some red flags. There are some caution signs. If you have an uneasy feeling that there's something wrong with your relationship, and if you have the Spirit of God in you and the Holy Spirit in you, 
listen to what the Lord might be trying to tell you. You may not be able to put your finger on it, but take your time. Ask the Lord to reveal what may be causing you that uneasiness. If you find yourself always arguing, guess what? You're probably going to always be arguing. Do you avoid discussing certain subjects because you're afraid of your friend's reaction? In fact, one of the things I ask couples when um, I'm doing premarital things is, what is it that you really would like to say or ask this person that you haven't asked them because you, never, you didn't want to start something? And there's always something that they say, well, I was wondering about what is that thing you've been avoiding because you didn't want to um, or you were afraid of how they might react. That's a problem and that's a red flag. Your friend displays controlling behavior. That means they want to control every aspect of your life. They want to control how you appear. I don't like that dress. I want you to change your hair. They want to change your lifestyle, your interaction with your friends and your family. I don't want you to be around your family. All kinds of stuff like that. You need to say, you know, wait a minute, you, you don't know who you're talking to. That's not finna happen. No, I don't like that. But once you get down the road and, and you say, well, we love each other so much, and, and you start telling everybody how nice he is and what a wonderful person he is and what a good job he has and all the things she said about you and this and that and the other, then you don't want to back up off all of that. But you got to let them know, I'm, I'm, I can back up in a minute. Okay, I can back up in a minute if it's not right. If they're trying to manipulate you to, to always do what he or she wants, that's a, that's a problem. They're, they're manipulative. It's not going to get any better. You know, you get somebody that's controlling, we'll be looking for you at church. Have you seen Sister, what's her name? I haven't seen her since she's been married. Then she'll send a note out to one of her friends on text. He won't let me out. Tell the church to pray, saints. He won't let me. I ain't praying. That's what you wanted. Before you got married, oh, he just loves spending time with me. Now he won't let you out. You're continuing the relationship because of fear. Fear of hurting your friends, fear of, or fiancé, or fear of what they might do once they end the relationship. That's a problem. This person shows a pattern of dishonesty, of rationalizing questionable behavior or twisting words for his or her benefit. That's a problem. What about this? This person is unable to resolve conflicts. They can't deal with constructive criticism. Never admits a mistake. Never asks for forgiveness. You've got someone on your hands that you might want to really think long and hard about in terms of who you have. These are just things that as you are going through a relationship and letting things unfold, and that's what you ought to do, you never should have a, a destination in mind when you meet somebody because you never know which way it's going to go. That's why Dr. Ellen talked about being a friend first. Being a friend and not committing yourself, not deciding that uh, after three dates that, you know, uh, I, I think you'll be a good person to get married to. So you want to take your time. And listen, I, I tell people, don't go on three dates in three weekends. You go on one, let it rest a while, because you don't know which way it's going to go. Here's how it goes. You go on three dates for three weekends. You don't go to fourth weekends as an issue. So why you don't want to go now? Well, I have somewhere else to go. Where are you going? So I don't care how much you enjoyed the first one. Put some time in between the next one. Y'all looking at me like, what? <laughs> you already got somebody. <laughs> I'm just telling you so you can evaluate. You can, you can find out a lot on the phone. 
If he really wants to buy you something, tell him to have it delivered. (laughs) Here's what Paul said in Philippians 1, verse 9. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ. The difference between the believers and the unbelievers is that we have the Spirit of God in our life. And we have the benefit of God's guidance. The Bible says, in all of your ways, acknowledge the Lord and he will direct your path. The Bible says, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. Uh, The Bible says, open wide your mouth and make your request known to me. In all things, through prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. We have all of these benefits and all of these resources that we can apply to our situation because God has given them to us. The unbeliever doesn't have that. So we shouldn't have all of these issues that the unbelievers are having because we are acknowledging the Lord in our ways. We're asking him. We're making our requests known to him. And we're letting God lead us and God direct our pathway. God knows what you need. God knows who you need. God, you know what I need before I even ask. Now listen, if you want to be married and you want to mate, Tell the Lord, Lord, this is my desire. And some people have never asked the Lord, so you have not because you ask not. Say, Lord, this is my desire, and I'm going to trust you. Now, we can believe God for a miracle. We can believe him for healing. We can believe him for a job. We can believe him for finances. But it seems like we cannot believe him to send the person to us that's going to be a blessing in our lives. We, we want to work that ourselves. Lord, I got this one. God knows how to bless you. Listen, God knows how to get a mate to you no matter where you are. You don't have to worry if that's your desire. If you are are, are loving God with all your heart, God's God's desire is to bless you and to meet all of your need. That's what he said he'll do. So trust God. Say, God, you know what my needs are. You know who I need. And if you want to go another step, tell the Lord what you want him to look like. Tell the Lord you want somebody tall or short. (laughs) or thin, or not so thin. Just make your request known to the Lord. Don't just leave it to chance. The Lord knows what you like. Say, oh, Lord. The Lord's not going to send you somebody that you can't deal with. Now, he might not look as nice as you want him to look. He'll grow on you, amen. (laughs) He has a nice personality. She might not look as nice as you want her to look, but she'll grow on you, brother. She has a nice personality, just a nice smile, just a warm character. Listen, if we knew exactly the outcome of every action we take, we think our lives would be much more enjoyable and much more enriched, but it doesn't work that way. Jesus said that he doesn't know the day or the hour that the Lord's going to come back. Only God knows. But we are in a place that even if we don't know, there are some things we can do to receive the outcomes that would be a blessing to us and that would be pleasing to God. There are some things that we can do. First of all, Jesus put it this way, and it goes for not only for physical blessings or healing, or prosperity, or careers, it goes for every aspect of our life. In Matthew 6, he said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. When you get to a place, you say, Lord, the first thing that I want is to serve you with my heart and with my life. My life belongs to you before it belongs to anybody else. And I'm here to serve, and God, you know what my needs are, and I'm trusting you to meet my needs. Acknowledging the Lord with all of your path and trusting him, he will direct your path. Then using wisdom and discretion. 
In the book of James, it says, if anyone lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives liberally and upbraid not. Engage God in this very critical part of your life. When you're trying to relate to someone who may be a partner for life, you need God's direction in a relationship. So here's what I want you to do is to say, Lord, I want to have wisdom. I want to have discernment. I don't want to be so focused upon my relationship that I forget to use wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And when I see a sign, I need to take some time and wonder about that. Whatever your desire is, you may be desiring a mate or you just may be single and you want to be enriched in your life. And we're going to pray and ask God to direct your life as you just lean on him and inquire of him about what he has in store for you that he knows how to meet every need at the right time with the right person in your life. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thanks again for listening to us as we've been bringing you a message, especially for singles, called Signs and Wonders. There are often times when we start off in a relationship, we recognize that there are some things that are problems. We tend to overlook those while we're dating but they come back to cause us major issues during the marriage. So we want you to focus in on the signs you need to pay attention to, and you need to really wonder about those things to the point where you may have to make some decisions. The best relationship you can ever have is with Jesus Christ. He'll never leave you, and he'll never forsake you. If you would like to listen to this message again in its entirety or share it with a friend, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And you can listen to today's message as well as previous messages that have aired on this station. I want you to come and be my guest at The Light of the World. We're meeting each Sunday in person at 16161 Old Humble Road. Come and see what God is doing God is doing some amazing things. He's reaching the lost. He's restoring those that are broken. And God is building up his body of believers. For more information, you can go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. Let me remind you about the Beacon Bookstore. Those of you who are looking for books and Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school supplies, anointing oil, and other church-related items. Call The Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.